BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Today's show is brought to you in part by Puro Trader. Puro Trader is like one of those travel sites that searches the web for the best deals, except instead of flights, you're searching for cigars. From everyday cigars for the casual smoker to the rare sticks for collectors. And it's all in a community setting where you can ask questions and read real reviews. Visit purotrader.com and use the promo code MOVIES for a chance to win a day at the Porsche Racing Experience in Los Angeles or Atlanta. purotrader.com. Use the code MOVIES and enjoy the show. Doug Hayes, candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. All right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to cut in uh, another crowd doing that and then cut back to me going, back once again at Flappers in Burbank! <laughs> that sounded good. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. I so appreciate it that you're here for my last show at Flappers. Um, <laughs> you know, it's all the location is a big deal. Where'd you guys come in from? Alhambra. Alhambra. So Burbank seemed closer than uh, Hollywood, or it's more of a timing thing. Saturday afternoon, you can get out of town. You can't do it on a Tuesday night, right? Yeah, I wish I wish there was a way that I could get this show to everybody without them having to, you know, miss work or change their schedule. Oh yeah. It's a podcast. <laughs> That's how I do it. But uh, thank you for being here in person, you guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, what's today's date? It's Saturday, October 12th, 2019. I got my notes in here somewhere. I planned a very exciting show for today. I'm, I'm uh, super into uh, not only my guests, but also the, the games that we're going to play today. I don't know if you guys saw on the internet the... Uh, uh, spilling some of the beans, but uh, it's out there. Oh, are you guys having the, don't forget to try some flappetizers. 
while you're here. There you go. She's got a nice uh, plate of fries. That's one of the best flappetizers they have here. And uh, that's not a thing. They don't call them flappetizers. But I wish they did. Uh, and just, do we have uh, enough name tags? Do we have four or more name tags? One, two, three, four, five. We did it. <laughs> Only one of you will not get chosen. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, <laughs> Doug Plugs, Thursday night, October 17th. I'm doing stand up at Acme, Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. Yeah, that's where uh, Wiley Coyote gets all of his comedy. Uh, next Saturday, October 19th, Douglas Movies returns to the Comedy Cellar at the Rio in Vegas. That's at 4.20. And Saturday, November 9th, Douglas Movies returns to Wise Guys at the Gateway in Salt Lake City. Also 4.20. You see a trend there. For tickets to that show, go to wiseguyscomedy.com. And uh, I want to do some dugouts. I want to do a dugout to uh, all the uh, well-wishers when I got kidney-stoned uh, and uh, had to go to the hospital. I, I, they were still not absolutely sure that it, there isn't one inside me right now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real medical mystery, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, dug out to Kevin Kraft for filling in for me. Uh, did any of you guys go to that show at UCB? Yeah. Didn't he do a great job? Yeah. Like he, he's his hat, his uh, Twitter name is Kevin Kraft sucks, but he did not suck at filling in. I gave him very little uh, instruction, and he uh, did a great job of uh, replicating the whole format of the show. And so uh, dug out to him and also uh, to, um, oh, I swear I had another one that I was going to do, but maybe that's it. Great. <laughs> Dug out to you guys. <laughs> Prize bag. I brought some stuff. I got this. Look at this. It's like a reusable bottle. You can put stuff in, drink it. It's called Swell. Didn't need it sitting on my counter anymore. Um, this, though, I should have hung on to this long enough to read it and then give it away, but I'm just so excited to promote anything that this guy does. I got an advanced copy of uh, John Hodgman's new book, Medallion Status, True Stories from Secret Rooms. I'm already fascinated. This guy makes you laugh and makes you learn shit. He's got Admiral Akbar on the back of the book cover for some reason. So it looks like he's going to see a movie called Naked. So it's, it's going to be an interesting book. And uh, you can pre-order it now or purchase it uh, straight up on uh, October 15th. Uh, here's a, and he's going to be back on the uh, show soon. In fact, he's booked for the 12 Guests of Christmas in New York. Uh, schedule permitting, of course. A uh, Douglas Movies t-shirt and a Douglas Movies sticker and all the stuff brought by my guests today. If you listen to this show, I would dare say these are three of your favorites or at least three that you like. Please, <laughs> please give it up, everybody, for Billy Wayne Davis, Griffin Newman, and Sam the Ma'am Levine, a.k.a. Little Logan, formerly Little Wolverine. Thank you. He is here. Let me get all this stuff off the chair for you, Griffin. Let's meet them individually. First, let's say hi to Billy Wayne Davis, everybody. 
Hey, everybody. Thank you, thank you for coming. Uh, my friend that's appeared on uh, Dining with Doug and Karen and uh, Getting Doug with Hi, and uh, he's here now. And, um, you know, I just gotta say, I sort of threw you into the lion's den on this one because uh, these guys you're sitting between are uh, serious movie trivia competitors. Yeah, I just feel like I'm on like a news show where I'm like, oh, I'm the comic relief. <laughs> That's fine. See? Wait, a, a news show with comic relief? Yeah, you know how they have, you know, some comedian come on MSNBC and sit there for a while. But all those comedians end up becoming real pundits uh, eventually. Like that guy Dino Badala used to be like, let's get a comedian's take on this. <laughs> but now he's like, that's all he does is have a take on everything. And, uh, you oh, know. So it's not funny? I, I didn't think... What's that? Is it funny? I Sometimes, yeah. He still has a little wit in there, but it's, you know, but it's serious. Like, better He's not fucking around. He's not fucking around. Yeah. But, you know, all, there's so much of that now where, like, you know, whether whatever side you're on, you can, you know, you can do comedy on their news shows and... Only has to be like a, only has to be a little bit funny to qualify as comedy because, like you're saying, it is it is a news show after all. I just follow Lester Holt. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. Like there was that brief moment where Brian Williams was America's favorite comedian before he became America's favorite liar. Yeah, he had that window where people were like, he's so. He's so hilarious for a newsman. He need to be doing news. <laughs> He's the Tom Hanks of newsmen. Watch him tell jokes. Well, people he gets do in wish John Stewart would come back like he's Walter Cronkite. People were, I wish he would just come tell us how things would be. And like, he would just say they're bad. That's how. The president know. is dead. That's the kind of shit he would say. Uh, John Stewart never got to deliver that news. But... Also joining us on the panel <laughs> and excited to be going head to head to, to head with Sam Levine and Billy Wayne, <laughs> it's Griffin Newman, everybody. Has Sam filled you in on any of the epic and thoroughly exciting backstory to this, this day? Um, I don't think so. Great. So, so you texted me today and said, do you think you could do Leonard Malton game? Do you think you could handle it against Sam? Spoilers. I did. And, and what you didn't know was, Sam and I met like six years ago. It's true. We were auditioning for the same role on a network sitcom. And it's that terrible thing where you're in a room with like four other people who look like you. And everyone's stressed out because they're doing the math on how differently their life would look for the next eight months, depending on whether or not they get that job. And I broke the silence by saying, Sam, I'm sorry to bother you. I just want you to know my biggest career goal is to defeat you in the Leonard Moulton game someday. So we started talking in a room where everyone else was just watching us, sweating. We started quizzing each other. Um, and then about a year after that, Sam brought me to a show to meet you to try to introduce me as a potential guest, which did not work. And this has been my like outstanding uh, dream in life since That's then. That's wild, because anytime Sam brings me somebody, they, they come right in. Like he, he came to me, he goes, do you want Leonard Malton? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, let's give that guy a try. I thought I was gonna get the Leonard Malton bump in the Leonard Malton game, but it took, it took longer, apparently. I didn't have that sort of nepotism working for me. 
Yeah. I guess it's not nepotism if it's you. You're powerful right? in this town if you know the if you know the Maltons. If you know the Maltons, they run everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're they're big. Like I, I, you know, I was about to cut Sam loose when he brought the Maltons into my life, and now I now I can never let him go because that's the greatest thing that anybody's ever done for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, thank you for being here, and I'm, and I'm glad. And, you know, that's I'm excited about this uh, this matchup just because you know it just really looks good in print to say that it's uh, Moth Boy versus Little Logan, and yeah. Little Logan, of course, is Mr. Sam Levine. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, Doug. Uh, what's up, dude? What? What? Oh, oh shit. Uh, oh, it's just my phone. Yeah. So what? Um, the, what is your latest uh, thing you've been working on? Are you uh, shooting anything? Uh, I am. I'm, I'm shooting the uh, the DC Daily Show still for DC Universe. Hey, one, not just one guy clapping, but literally one clap. That was... There's a lot of passion, though. He was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. That's about yeah. right. Yeah, plus, um, plus the, the, the listeners probably won't even hear that one. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been shooting that a lot, and then I've been on the road a lot. Uh, last night, I was in Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, you are correct to woo. Uh, and and the same person who gave DC Daily one clap gave a full woo to Austin Texas. Yep. He's yep. correct in all yeah. his assessments. That's my agent, and I bring him with me at every show. Uh, and uh, and uh, we did a, a fun uh, uh, screening there of a movie, but I'll save that movie for the next round of questions. Um, and uh, anyway, hey. it was a very late night, and then I... Uh, Tried to sleep in an airport, didn't work out, and then uh, and then I flew home, and uh, I'm I've been up for two days. What part of the airport did you try to sleep in? The uh, outer area. I couldn't because security was closed at that hour. Oh, that's I've been there. Where the wrong part. I yeah. had to sleep. Yeah. In. Yeah. yeah, you just feel like I'm gonna get in trouble for being here. No, I was. This is actually really. A str I was. There were so many people sleeping in the airport in the outer area. Oh, and very few were they of them. filming the terminal part two? <laughs> <laughs> the terminal? Yeah. Yes. Ter terminals. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, it was uh, it's been an interesting uh, an interesting few days. Is the point? That'd be kind of fun, like a whole family living in an airport. Yeah. They all have to run around, and hide all the time, figure out disguises. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I think you can hide in a hospital for forever. Uh, Billy Wayne Davis was talking backstage about how if you just act like you know where you're going, they'll let you go anywhere in a hospital. Yeah. It's like I think they put those little uh, you know, 90s on you, uh, those little hospital gowns they make you wear. I think that's just so that anybody wandering down the hallway in one, they just know, oh, that person, I need to get them to go back to their room. You know, like they know yeah. you. What? Why? Where do you think you're going? If you right. can see someone's butt, they're in the wrong right. place. They're yeah. heading in the wrong direction. You're like, hey, what are you yeah. up to, ass cheeks? <laughs> I went to the hospital in gym shorts, so I just wore those the whole time, and I never had to reveal my butt to everybody. And did you uh, tell them, you know, uh, listen, I'm supposed to be in surgery right now. I need to scrub in. Can you, which floor is that? And we're just like, well, he's not in a gown. So he must be a doctor. And you're like, oh, there's Captain Sweatpants. Yep. I did have to he, wear the gown. That covers up the top part. Oh, you did have to wear the gym gown. shorts were on the bottom. I'm just saying oh, okay. my butt wasn't exposed. I see. I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, forgot to show that I'm giving one of these away today. Uh, uh, my friend Brox Brown made a beautiful poster for Doug Loves Scary Movies coming up soon in uh, Denver, San Francisco, and Sacramento. And uh, yeah, I'll be selling those at those shows, but uh, one of them goes in the uh, prize bag today, or near the prize bag, so I don't want to, uh, you know, bend it. What do you got for the prize bag, Sam? Oh! Well, I got uh, two things. Uh, the first is a Ooh, trilogy. Oh, I like it already. Uh, oh. This would be the complete <laughs> oh, Indiana Jones yeah. on DVD. Wow. And, uh, and it's got the bonus materials disc in there, too, courtesy of my girlfriend. And here's the thing. Um, people are like, oh, physical media. But DVDs are wonderful because of all the extra features. We don't get those when you download something. Uh, so enjoy these. And also people are like, I want to watch The Last Crusade, but I don't want to spend $3 renting it on iTunes. Boom, now it's yours for free. One person. Yeah. Um, that person is out there. And this... So there's somebody that's dying to see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Sure, that's not in there. And that's, and that's just that's not even an option. Too. That was thoughtful. Yep, it was very nice of the makers of that DVD. To I love that it. this, this, this uh, collection has four discs. They could have put it in there. I think they made this before Crystal this Skull. Before Crystal Skull. Yeah. I like to think do you remember those days? Just... The whole world changed when Crystal Skull came out. We it was a simpler time. And we only have this. Uh, and then the second thing I have for the prize bag for the first time in a long time is an actual real prize for me. It is the uh, 10th anniversary Blu-ray edition of Inglorious Bastards, which I signed. Yay! Did you sign it twice because you played two parts? <laughs> I did not. I should have. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, uh, great stuff for the bag. You show off. Yeah, that's. He's got to win at everything. That's Sam Levine. <laughs> Pass that down. Yeah. Tell me what you got, Billy. Not that. <laughs> well, we could say one of these is from you. Okay, don't. No. Yeah, so let's we'll edit it later. Oh, Billy, you brought uh, the whole box set of Indiana Jones. And I oh. left out the Crystal Skull. Cause oh, good oh, job. That's smart. Yeah. You know, there's not the enough bonus spin. material these days. I'm so excited someone's going to get some bonus <laughs> material. What do you really bring, though? I brought uh, a Weed Maps hat. Nice. It's a good hat. I just have a lot of hats. It's a stylish looking hat, yeah. Yeah, it's a good hat. I like it. It's a good service. And uh, this. This uh, a guy gave me after a festival in Bloomington, Indiana. And he was like, I usually keep pistols in it, but you can't carry a pistol back to California. And I was like, you're right about that. But there was a switchblade in it, and I couldn't carry that back either. So there's a switchblade in room 402 of the Hampton Inn, Bloomington. But there's just a goodie bag, there's like a pipe. Also, there was two loaded dice in this bag with the switch. I'm not making any of this up. He just liked what I did, and he's like, I got it. Here's a go bag for you, yeah, some essentials. Yeah. You're out out there in the streets, some loaded dice are gonna really do you good. And here's a tip, you can't turn that down. That's more dangerous. Pull really? a gun out on somebody and go, let's play dice. Yeah, he already told you that I usually I keep win. guns in this. Here, take this knife. And it's a nice little misdemeanor kit he gave yeah. you between the gambling devices. A knife and loaded dice. Do you weapons. think you were going to Branson? It was like a little rascal's version of like, now you're a man. It feels like stuff that he just needed to get a new set of prints on. You know, like he's <laughs> yeah, just probably. Giving it to you to and I've passed it handle. all. 
Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's a Pokemon card. Yeah. It's really dangerous. Is that thing bottomless? What the? How many some, things are in some papers in there? There's I see some, some papers, and then the uh, pipes, so and then a lighter. And morning some, after pill? No, that is electrolytes. Oh, electrolytes. Uh, I got confused. So you gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. It doesn't work great. Yeah, the, the, the zipper doesn't pull across very well. Yeah. But yeah, pass those down. Yeah, Thank you, you for, for bringing that amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. And Griffin, what uh, do you have for well, us? Well, I'm excited to say that my, my items uh, went up in value in the last 45 minutes since I bought them. What? I will explain in a moment. Uh, I bought two uh, volumes of the Tick comic book and trade paperback. Uh, Yay! The thing that inspired the show I was on that is very canceled. Uh, so thoroughly canceled. It's the thing that's fun about this new modern TV climate is after your show gets canceled, you have to go through the rigmarole of trying to get someone to uncancel it. So then when that fails, you're like, I'm double canceled. Right, hey, we're sure about that. Yeah, this. we know for a fact. I keep checking in, making sure that my shows are still canceled for the rest of my life, because you never know, you never know when they might go, hey, let's do they that again. Well, then they, they don't, back. yeah, sometimes they don't call you, they just do it. They just do it. <laughs> what? And yeah. I think that's unnatural, mm -hmm. and I think it should be illegal to be able to uncancel a show without the permission of the people involved. There's a lot of stuff that should be illegal. Loaded dice, yeah, should be illegal. <laughs> How much money do you think uh, Netflix gave to AMC so that the words AMC have nothing to do with the Breaking Bad movie, like they, that, like it wasn't their show to begin with? Like enough money that we don't, we wouldn't understand what to do with it. I almost thought you were going to say we don't, uh, wouldn't understand the number. <laughs> no, no, it's I, such a high number. Oh my God, there's more than one comma in this number. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. If it showed up in our bank account, back, well, this is, this is bad. Do you know what the insane thing is? The terms of that deal were, oh, Netflix and AMC are going to split it. It's going to be on Netflix for six months, and then it will air once on AMC. <laughs> That was how they settled that. And then they put the gun back in their pocket. <laughs> yeah. Right, deal. All right. Um, the thing I wanted to say, though, is that one of these two volumes, Karma Tornado, which was the second arc ever written for The Tick, was written by a man, Chris McCullough, who is here in the audience what? today. What? Much to my pleasant surprise, I had no idea. So I was going to sign these and devalue them, but also perhaps... He can sign them now, and he is the man who actually is responsible for that. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, so whoever wins today, yeah. just track him down and make him do it. <laughs> I won't tell you who he is in this audience. It's a game of chance. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay. You have to guess which just member of the audience everybody. wrote this book. Yeah. Who? But it's definitely, it's a he, what's the gender boy. It's a he, it's a he, he, he identifies as man. That's the best writer. Right, yeah. Okay. Who smells? Like, that's the best guy in the room. All right, so Sam alluded, or somebody did. Yeah, yeah did. Sam did. <laughs> yeah, that he already knows that I'm going to ask, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, it was, in fact, Inglorious Bastards, which I watched last night with a full crowd, a full packed house in uh, Austin at the Draft House. How'd you do? Uh, I think I did okay. Did you do good in that I think version? I did all right. I did all right in this version, yeah. Did you watch it? Like, we still uh, killed Nazis in this version. I hope I, I, hope I do good yeah. in this performance. They didn't, they didn't show the, ver uh, the version where we, we lose. Just every now and then you're like, oh, shit. I know it's out there. Um, but yeah, we did that uh, with screening and then a lengthy Q&A. And uh, the crowd was wonderful. And uh, it was uh, sponsored by Wizard World, the uh, convention company I do all those conventions with. How lengthy? Lengthy? <laughs> 
Didn't you say it was a lengthy Q&A? Uh, yeah, it was over 30 minutes. That is lengthy. That is yeah. lengthy. That's a girthy Q&A. It was the girthiest of Q&As. How long is, uh, what time does uh, Inglorious Bastards clock in at? How long is that one? I think it's about two hours and 40 some odd minutes. Good Lord, really? Yeah. I never thought of that as a long one. Is it just so fast paced and, and exciting that it doesn't seem that long? That's correct. Holy yeah. shit. Does, I, yeah. I would have guessed that the, this one now is the first one he's ever done that's more than 2.30. No, I, th I think Bastards is over too. Other than Grindhouse. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I slept through most of it. But, um, but Those chairs are so comfortable there. They were too comfortable. Eat some fucking queso, have a drink, and then... No. Oh, that sounds awesome. No. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it's over 2.30, if I had to guess. And people were still like, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta ask this question. Three hours in, they're like, I gotta, hold uh, on. Yeah, I mean, I was really blown away. Like when we I, we introed the movie, and we asked how many people are seeing this for the first time, and only like six people out of a full theater had never seen it. I like to think they didn't know you were you guys were going to be there too. They're like, why are these guys here? Yeah, what are they talking? Just start the movie. The best part was that I was like, oh, those guys were in the movie. Point out at the beginning of the movie what Doug you talked about earlier that I play a second role in the movie, Hitler's portrait painter. And so I pointed it out ahead of time, so they were all looking for it, and uh, it was a real special treat for me. <laughs> and it happened, and the whole audience was very excited that they knew who the extra in the background was. Oh boy, yeah, that is so fun when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I've had that pleasure, <laughs> uh, because I was, you know, an extra in a bunch of things. And sure. Lately I've been making people watch them, oh, yeah. so I can... <laughs> Really bathe in the glory of being an extra. Um, Billy Wayne? Yes. Same question. Last motion picture you viewed? Uh, Sound and Fury. I went to the uh, Arc Light to watch Sturgill Simpson's anime. Yeah. And it was fucking insane. Really? Yeah. Sound and Fury. Yeah. Sturgill Simpson. 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 And he's a musician. Yeah. And he, he animated it, or he hired people to animate it? I think he hired people. Yeah, he got he some animation company. I'm even company. more impressed with what they did. And it's, uh, like, psychedelic, you're saying, or just... Uh, it's an anime. He went to Japan and had... With violence? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of... Oh, and I'm nudity in. I'm in. Anime without violence, I don't, I don't have time no, for that. <laughs> but if it's got violence, I'm, I'm down. Oh, it's like the whole story. And then, it, like, his record is playing underneath the whole thing. Wow. And then... Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's, I think it's on Netflix now. Oh, okay. But I watched it on the big thing, and like it ended, and you know how people like at the end of those things, people were like, "Wow, the first showing!" Everybody was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. And then people like slowly clapped because they're like, "I don't, what happened?" <laughs> it was a neat moment. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Glorious bastards, not so much. Two hours thirty-three minutes. 233, okay. And you know that end credits is probably like seven. Yeah, it probably adds Five, at least. Yeah. Because he likes to do the shots of all the actors. Not in not in this one, I don't think. Oh, really? You didn't get two little moments in the end credits? No, I don't I don't think so. But were you listed in the credits as being the painter? No. Oh, that's even cooler. Did they pay you double? Um, he was just there. I <laughs> I worked out a separate deal. <laughs> you got a you got a little bump though. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you probably got an extra ten. You know, sag's a real pain in the ass with that kind of thing, Griffin. You gotta, <laughs> gotta work something else out. 
All right, Griffin, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, I, th I went to see uh, Dracula last night. Which one? The Bella Lugosi one. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I'm just here. Talking uh, about scary movies. Chilling uh, to my very core. No one told me this man's a vampire. <laughs> uh, I was taken aback. No, he was playing at the, the Old Town Music Hall in El Segundo. Uh, and I'm here for a couple days. And I want to see a movie because that's what I do when I go to another city. I go see a movie by myself. And Eight? I saw that was playing. Uh, which was fun because they had like a whole organ and everything that's not a silent movie but a man just played 30 minutes on an organ before the movie and then they screened Dracula and it felt pretty ideal yeah they used to have an organist play before every show at the Castro Theater in San Francisco and uh, so it was fun when I do my Benson movie interruption to some dumbass movie you know <laughs> some Twilight movie but before the guy would just be like going to town on the organ entertaining the crowd and then it just you know lowers into the stage and then yeah. I, I do my thing but they stopped doing it for some reason maybe it was too corny or I don't know it's that's, quite a that's thing what I do watch. every night Doug I go to town on that organ yeah <laughs> and then you lower so, into the uh, stage <laughs> I wish you'd lower to the stage right now. So then, uh, yeah, so, um, long story short, they don't do it anymore, and I'm sad. Next question! Uh, oh, so, but uh, Dracula, you said it's chilling, it, it feels like something that holds up, or is it more of a curio? No, I think it holds up. That, that is, uh, I, I had seen it on a, on a small screen before. Watching in a theater with people, uh, that's that's quite a good performance. Especially after getting whipped up by that organ oh, player. Oh, man, I was in a frenzy. <laughs> yeah, you were really excited were, for People the were cinema. losing their phone, tearing up the seat cushions. Yeah. Uh, no, it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's a very heightened movie, and it's an old-fashioned movie, and it's not scary in the way that we think of movies being scary today. Because now movies have scares, and back then it was just like, this idea is frightening! <laughs> like, they have a conversation. That man slowly approaching might be a problem. There's very little of that, though. It's even more just like, I have to tell you something. This man might be a vampire. And you're like, that's the moment when people used to scream. When it was introduced uh, as yeah, an at least, Yeah, at least gasp. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, and you can always see him coming. It's always like a very wide shot, and he starts all the way in the back corner, and you can kind of set your watch to it. You know his basic speed and rhythm. You know his moves. Uh, it tends to be the biting. Uh, but but that that Belagosi is is a pretty com pretty compelling screen presence. Does he bite anybody else? Uh, I mean, does he bite anywhere else on anybody's body in the movie, or is it always the neck? Just the neck, and in fact, that's how they get him. It's like his trademark, like a serial killer. Oh, so they have like a fake neck set up, and he goes in there. <laughs> no, it's they got a neck sting going then, on. And then Chris Hansen is in the next room. <laughs> hey, you why don't you have a seat? Yeah, like it's a neck taste. It's yeah. a neck covered in super glue, so he just gets stuck to it. <laughs> it is funny. We gotcha! It's in the back. You got some gauze there? They keep on in the movie, someone will find a neck and be like, I think this might be Dracula. <laughs> there are like four different <laughs> incidents in the movie where someone's like, let me just check here, one, two bite marks. Yeah, I gotta tell you, bad news, I think this might be a Dracula. <laughs> this sounds like a lot of fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, had a great time. Yeah, it sounds like it was a lot of fun for you. I didn't finish my sentence, okay. but, uh, okay. yeah. but I think we should all give it a try. Who's in? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I, want, I have a follow-up question, if you don't mind. Please. What's your favorite, since you, you go to a movie by yourself every yeah. time you're in L.A., what's your favorite place? Anytime I'm anywhere, but yes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I get it. That's yeah, yeah. why I extrapolated it to L.A. Because sure, sure. it is sure. a place. Sure. And uh, every time you're here, you go to see a movie alone, but yeah. do you have a favorite theater? Uh, oh, in, that's in a In the L.A. basin, as we like to call question. it. Question. Um, you know, I don't, I don't drive. And when I used to come out here in the pre-rideshare days... I would like I'd be trying to do auditions and stuff and I'd set those appointments like four or five hours apart so I'd have time to literally walk from audition to audition or take the bus so I would show up to everything like drenched in sweat and they'd ask me if I needed parking validated and I was like does it look like I need parking validated and then I proceeded to give uh, great auditions that uh, never booked me roles but um, we like the wet guy yeah that guy I once I went in for I think it was the screen TV show and they told me I seemed too scared. They were like, can you calm down? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just really amped up. I walked, and they were like, from where? And I was like, Santa Monica. And they were like, sir, this no, is burning. They were, looking for, they were looking for Jamie Kennedy energy. Yes, right, right. And I was giving uh, a full Renfield energy. Or uh, yeah. what's the other guy? Uh, uh, Matthew Lillard. Sure, sure. They wanted skeet, yeah, skeet. a chill dude, skeet, skeet. Um, yeah, so very often when I see a movie by myself, it used to be like, oh, an audition gets canceled, and now I have a longer chunk of time to kill, so what's the closest theater? I do like the Arclight a lot. Okay, I was going to say. That's my short answer. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah Arclight is, is cool, and you can go, you know, they're all over the place, too, yes. now. But it sounds like you went to Helen back to see Dracula. That place isn't close. Uh, it's, it was, it's close to where I'm staying, because I'm staying oh, at a bad hotel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, not not to brag, but... Did you book the hotel to be near the theater to see Dracula? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's very convenient for that one night, less so for the rest of the week. Okay. Well, this is the part where I say turn it off, Bert. Let the games begin! I've prepared three games, and this is a mystery which ones it's going to be. So uh, just hang in there, and you'll, you'll find out as, as we go along. And uh, one of these, just a little tease, keep you, keep you interested. One of these is a new game. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes, Sam loves a new game. Oh, boy. Yeah, Sam loves a game where there's no time to figure out the strategy. No time. You just got to jump in jump blindly. In. Do it on the fly. Like... like a ridiculous fool. No, oh, it's called uh, Name the Cast of 1931's Dracula. Because I feel pretty how do you how many Dracula people can you name, Sam? From the 1931? Yeah, Bela Lugosi. Yes. Who was the lady? Uh, what are you looking over there for? My my girlfriend is uh, also a movie buff. Right, but you you kind of looked at that lady who shrugged because she thought you were going to her. <laughs> yeah, she she's did. like, I don't yeah, fucking know, know, Sam. Don't look she over there. She's just trying to eat her appetizers. Yeah. A plate of tater tots that is, it's the most appetizing bowl of tater tots I've ever seen in my life. No, I'm fine, thank you. I just want to admire it. They do look great. They yeah, really it's do. It's like a sonic That's, no, no, I, it's that's probably one of my favorite flappetizers. Okay, I forgot what was happening, so let's move on. Okay. Um, this first game... Oh, wait, do we have to pick name tags? Oh, good good call, good call. Um, you've got so many to choose from. <laughs> this is going to be real tough for you guys. Yeah, oh, there you go. You're on that one. But uh, we'll go to a break while these guys uh, work it out amongst these uh, very few name tags. 
who's gonna be played for. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, just want to take a second to mention that Doug Loves Movies will be at the Miami Improv for the first time ever on Saturday, November 23rd at 420. So please come out to that. Lots of shows coming up and all the deets, of course, are at DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com. Yeah, caca, etc. Back to the show. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back. Sam, who are you playing for? Uh, I'm playing uh, uh, for uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Z-Sam. 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 Also Sam. Yeah, and Just he held it up and said, uh, I've got you're on it. Is yep. that drew, drew you to it? Yep, I'm on that one. Like a moth to That's a flame. That's how I do it. Like a moth boy <laughs> to a movie trivia competition. Billy, who are you playing for? It's like a scroll. Sid? In Sid, yes. And the guy's name is Sid? Sid. Girl. The lady's name is Sid. Sydney? Sydney's here. Not Sydney. Just Sid? It's really long. It's an Indian name. Oh, an Indian name, and you just took three letters that are in it? Oh, okay. And yes. Well, thank you, Sid, for uh, making the Insidious poster. And this one, yeah, uh, wow. Well, I feel like an asshole because there's a gentleman here right front and center with a really well done full poster <laughs> where he placed your face over most of the cast of Alexander in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And my instinct was... That's a great title for uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Right. a Patreon subscriber of yours. Oh, he's a Patreon oh, subscriber oh, of fuck. Griffin Newman. Fuck. And he picks yeah. this piece of shit. Give me this. I'll take care of yeah. this. Okay. Can take his name tag. So that guy... <laughs> fuck that guy who just wrote Nate on a piece yep. of... Uh, yeah. Uh, on a flappers. He wrote Nate and then underneath it request card. In parentheses he wrote LOL. <laughs> and that one he over. Seriously, though, but good, no, good but try Nate. Nate. I appreciate yes. your uh, your spirit. Yes. Uh, your, your I, I am playing attempt. for Alec, of course, uh, one of my best friends. <laughs> And uh, the titular star of Alec, Ander, and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Yeah. Which uh, otherwise stars Doug Benson in every other I role. look great in this movie. Yeah, you look fantastic. I really am pulling off all these characters yeah. uh, beautifully. I don't know what that green shit I'm eating is, when it, the baby version of me. But uh, all the others. And Alec looks good, too. This is a good job, Alec. Thank you, Alec. Yeah. I always believed in you. I'll try not to stab it on it when I get off the stool. The tagline for that movie is one day can change everything? 
Yep, I believe I've used that uh, tagline in the game. Whose tagline is it anyway? That's weirdly and nobody obvious. Nobody got it. Yeah. Yeah. No. They, taglines are awful most of the time. <laughs> yes. There's like when you say to somebody, name five good ones. They, you know, they tap at. Just when you think it's safe to get back in the water, after they say it's space, no one hear, hear you Those scream. Are the two. Yeah. <laughs> and no, the number one. The number one. Is do you know what Sam? I don't. I don't either. It's probably oh. one of those other two. I'll, I'll tell you oh, what yeah. I recently have come around to. Be, my my podcast co-host David Sims alerted me to the fact, and now I think this is the best tagline. The tagline for Lethal Weapon Two is the magic is back, which is weird. But where it really achieves transcendence is the tagline for Lethal Weapon 3 is, the magic is back again. <laughs> it's a dot, 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 again. Here it comes again. The it's, magic is back they again. They just keep recreating the magic yes. of Lethal Weapon. Like, magic. no review in the world calls that movie magical. No. What a weird word to self-describe. Well, of course, you know that thing, the magic between these two guys is back. Well, again. they don't want to say the chemistry is back right. because then people think it's about learning. Totally. And I guess other... <laughs> I'm sure that conversation happened. Yes. We can't use the word chemistry on a, on a stupid lethal yeah. weapon poster. Right. Okay. Here we go, you guys. This first game is something called... Oh, I just mentioned it. Let's play Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys know how this works. I'll say the title of an actual movie, slowly. The first person who gets the full and correct title that I am looking for, not some other movie, the one I want, that person wins. Come on, everybody, here we go. <clears throat> A Nightmare. On Elm Street. Before Christmas. A and Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare. Part two. On Elm. A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Street. Three Mortars. <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Oh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge. That's it. Oh. Freddy's Revenge. Happy October, everybody. Come see scary movies. Don't love scary movies. Um, Exciting thing about Freddy's Revenge is that uh, you know that infamous scene where Freddy strips a man down and murders him in the showers of the uh, next to the gymnasium because he's the high school gym coach that's fairly abusive. So Freddy thinks it's funny to really, really fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was his stand-in. Uh -huh. And that's my butt. I'm just kidding. That's not my butt. That's the real guy's butt. But it's my um, it's my hands and wrists when his uh, hands and wrists are being because they sent him home for the day after smacking his ass with a, a, a towel that flew through the air magically because you don't you don't see Freddie doing it. It's just right. a towel just smacking right. him in the ass. So he got to go home and I had to do the uh, part. So it's my hands. Oh, wow. A much younger man's hands, I should say, but no, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Great story, Doug. Next game. I liked it. I liked it, too. Yeah. Sam? Yeah. Uh, you do not get to go first in this game. Billy, you also do not get to go first. Okay. Griffin won that last game. Yes. So he's going to start us off. Okay. And this thing is called 
I swiped it from The Price is Right. It's called More or Less. Hmm. I'll go to each panelist one at a time. I'll name a movie and a dollar amount. And you tell me if that movie grossed more or less. This is North American Domestic Box Office. According to boxofficemojo.com. Thank you. God, you're really a man after my own heart, Sam. I just, I, I got jitters hearing you. So I was, oh my God, what a dreamboat. Unadjusted, domestic. Not adjusted for inflation, right. and as Sam said, not worldwide. Okay. Just yeah. in North America, which includes our friends in Canada. <clears throat> Oh, also spay and neuter your pets. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Griffin, you're first, so you get this movie all to yourself. And uh, Oh, and when you get one wrong, then, then you're out. So okay. uh, I hopefully have enough of these. Okay. Uh, Griffin, the motion picture is called Batman. And just to make it a little more specific, it's from 1989. Okay. Domestic... I'm just repeating this one more time. Mm -hmm. Not adjusted for inflation. Adjusted final domestic growth. $230 million. More or less? I'm going to say more, Doug. You are. Mm -hmm. The answer is more. <laughs> it grows $251 million. That was... My guess. How, really? I was gonna, I was gonna throw go? it out there, but two fifty one, I thought was, it felt right. Okay. Well, good for right. you. You're still in this. Okay. Yeah, Billy, you ready? Sure. The motion picture is called Batman and Robin. One hundred and fifteen million. More or less? Less. Than that. <laughs> that is correct. It was less. Yes. It grossed 107 million, which is about 105 million too much. Yes. In my uh, estimation of that film, but I will watch parts of it on cable because it is fascinating how how wrong they got it. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, Sam? If you you're, you're going to give me the red balloon, aren't you? <laughs> you know, sometimes the twist comes on the third one, but uh, maybe this time I'll stay more on point okay. and make you tell me whether you think it's more or less the gross of a motion picture called Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Mm -hmm. Can't believe justice began when those two started fighting. Well, it didn't begin, it just dawned. It was just dawning on people? It was just starting to dawn on people. <laughs> Oh, justice. Oh. 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 That's a good idea. Oh. Oh, why not? Got it. <laughs> $320 million, Sam. Oh. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say more. That is correct. Wow. You guys are good at this. You guys are just watching anything out there. So it's 325. And it was by a small margin. Yeah, it made 330. Wow. 330 million. Wow. Trying to trick you. Speaking of something making too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This movie made. I'm not going to say. Not gonna throw That's that, the opposite. I'm not going to throw that out there. Uh, Griffin, mm -hmm. the motion picture is called The Dark Knight. Mm. 
and the number is $575 million. Can say less, Douglas. That's what you're gonna say? I'm gonna say less. Well, you know what? What? I'm impressed, because it's less. Wow. Can I take a guess? Oh, please. 532? Motherfucker. <laughs> 533. Whoa. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. How the hell? How is this happening? <laughs> All right, we got time for this. This is a very suspenseful, suspenseful game, I hope. <laughs> and I appreciate this audience not y yelling out higher and lower like this is prices right <laughs> I'm afraid that will happen someday especially now why did I bring it up okay whose turn is it mine oh no no oh Billy oh Billy, Billy, I, Billy I feel like I might as well just say what I'm gonna guess now <laughs> you could go you could if you, you might as well get some clues before deciding yeah, no, to but guess just, that's, the, that's how educated it's going to be probably if you want to say oh Billy you can either go Ted Knight from Caddyshack or right. or I like to go uh, the girlfriend from Midnight Express <laughs> that's darker oh Billy she's very upset guys yeah it's not a pleasant moment at all and all sorry, right. sorry Sam brought it up okay it also happens I sort of Sam mentioned guy. something nobody here has ever seen totally different movies um, but uh, now but do Ted Knight though in case oh, I... <laughs> that's good put me to sleep like that. you'll get nothing and like it alright so um, <laughs> Billy did I tell you the movie yet nope the Lego Batman movie nope one hundred and sixty million, more or less. More. It is more because I'm in it. Ah! Yes. I'm not gonna be in some stupid one hundred and sixty million dollar movie. I go all the way to one seventy five, baby. All right. I, I, got, I never use baby, and I it's for good reason. <laughs> Sam. Yep. Blank man. <laughs> the motion picture blank. Oh, you're the man. worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I find myself on the program with the same name. Uh, you're the worst. 11 million. 11 million, Sam. Oh, boy. 11 million dollars. You just man. made me realize. I never knew why they asked me to be on You're the Worst. <laughs> now I know it's because I am indeed the worst. Doug, I'm going to say less. Less than $11 million? Yeah, that movie was an absolute bomb, and it came out in a day when tickets cost $4.50. I'll bet it made nine or 10. It made 7.9 million. Sam is still in it. I'm gonna have to bust out a tiebreaker on your asses, because you I, guys are off. Thank you for giving this. me the ones with the absolute smallest margin. <laughs> Hey man, do you think I decide where you're gonna sit before uh -huh. you come out here? Uh -huh. Griffin? Mm -hmm. Batman colon the killing joke. Oh geez. Yeah. Cause this this was one of those uh mostly a direct to video film that I believe got a popular a though, little right? run. Popular, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> 17 
million dollars. Gonna say less. That is correct. Way less. You knew how lightly distributed it was. Three point seven million. That's even higher than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. I was. That's where I was afraid that you were gonna say one, and I wouldn't have known. Okay. That's still a lot of people. Yeah. For being honest. The, the interesting thing about this game now, I'm thinking, is like, when I get a bunch of dummies up here. Are they going to be able to do as well at it, or is it going to be too hard for them? I'm pretty dumb, and I'm having a good time with it. <laughs> Killing it, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, you guess, you, there's two ways to guess, but you guys, are, you guys really are destroying it. It's a true-false thing. Uh, maybe it's one of those games where I just, you know, I, I tip it too much with my voice. In terms of score, we're all doing equally well right now, the three of us. Yeah, but I think the difficulty of what, like, if he just said blank man to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking... <laughs> you don't know what that is? No, I didn't know. <laughs> Damon Wayans was a. Oh, is that what it was? Was it a superhero? But it's, it's just a guy in like his jammies and a. Kid. I do remember he did the voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Never mind. I just blacked it out. <laughs> unfortunate choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, this is also going to be unfortunate for you because uh, <laughs> it's an interesting one. <clears throat> uh, the motion picture, Mommy Dearest. Okay. Yeah, $42 million. I'm going to say more. Finally, I get to kick somebody out of this game. Damn it. It made less. It was like a sensation in terms of everybody knowing about it and saying no more wire hangers, but at the box office, it only made $19 million, which also wasn't a terrible gross at that time. Oh. But $4 tickets, as Sam pointed out. A little less than three blank mans, yeah. So that leaves us with Sam and Griffin. Do you think, Sam, that going first is an advantage in the Leonard Malton game? Do you find Oh, it, it's a huge advantage. Yeah, you find that to be the power position. Yes, as opposed to last man stand, where it's a distinct disadvantage to go first. I well, say, I wouldn't I'm say I'm distinct, because you can name a movie that's like clearly going to be named later and get it out. I'm happy game. to switch positions. I'll play by deal or no deal rules in which oh you can God. exchange the case if you want. What does that mean? In deal or no deal, when it comes down to the final case and you've been banking on this one case you've had the whole time, mm -hmm. they say, if you want, you can just swap it. But what are you planning to swap here? Chairs. What no, he's, well, he's talking. Swap? It's, not, it's not happening yet. He's, he's I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm just saying I'm, I'm so just you're setting saying, up a narrative. So you're suggesting right. that if you win the right to go first in Leonard Malton game, you would let me pick first instead is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I cannot abide by that. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. And don't, I don't, I'm don't show up here with your own rules. Okay. Yeah. Just trying don't walk in and go, hey, Alex Trebek, <laughs> this whole question thing, why don't we flip it? Trying to ratchet to Make the yeah. answer an answer. Right. Yeah. All right. right. Okay. Oh, and by the way, mathematically speaking, you're always supposed to switch the case. Really? Yes. What a good show. <laughs> what do you mean, mathematically speaking? It's, it's a thing that... Um, this is going to get so boring, so I'll, I'll say it in 10 seconds. Cool. Um, statisticians talk about it. It's called the Monty Hall Conundrum. If you, if you start with 30 cases, every case has a 1 in 30 chance of having a million dollars. If you mathematically eliminate every case that isn't there, and you know one case has it and one case doesn't, one case that you pulled with 1 in 30 odds, the other case doesn't have 1 in 30 odds, it has 1 out of 2 odds. Got you. 
So you're swapping one out of two for one out of 30. You did good on that. That's like I got the concept and the answer. And the, there you go. It's like a sign of a genius. Trouble is, by that point, a lot of numbers are off the board. Sure. And people just, you know, they just don't know what to what to do with themselves. Also, right. they're on Tinder. They're just, they're just stuck with that case. You yeah. Know? So sometimes switching it feels like it might. They've gone through so much with that case at that point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so to settle this, like men, we are going to do a, a tiebreaker. This is a speed round, guys. Okay. I think. Let me read it. Uh, okay, the winner is the first person who could tell me the name. Oh, I'm about to say it, so. I'm going to say something that's going to lead. It's a question. Okay. And then first one to answer it. Congrats, Griffin. Well, listen. Reflexes. It's only to get to go first in Leonard Mall game, and apparently you two are willing to swap. Just I like tension. I like dramatic tension. Okay, I'm going to drag this out then. Cool. <laughs> uh, name the second highest grossing Batman movie. The Dark Knight. Batman versus... Uh, Dark Knight Rises. That is correct. You weren't playing, uh, Billy. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear I about that. that was clear. That, that was I a tiebreaker between playing. those two guys. Uh, but he still, got, he still got in there That's faster fine. than Sam after being told the answer. That's fine. <laughs> so Griffin gets to go first in. Uh, it's making a return today, obviously. The Leonard Maltin game. <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta pee so bad right now. Where's the nearest bathroom in this place? Right the there? The bar? What? <laughs> we got a spittoon. <laughs> you know, flappers, 20s. Um, through that door there? Or, or through the exit door, and then there's one right there? That. All right. This will be interesting. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and I, I don't wanna go to a commercial break, because who likes ads? Um, could the three of you. Yep. Uh, amongst yourselves, um, tell us some impressions that you can do and, and do them. Sure. I mean, I wish I could be here for it, but maybe I'll be able to hear it in the bathroom. Sure. But I'll, I'll be, I, I almost said I'll be right back, but I don't want to go to a commercial. So just uh, yep, you got it. see you soon. Cool. You could have said I'll be back and done your, your that Schwarzenegger. Been, uh, oh. Schwarzenegger is so like that. I want ones that are like nobody does them impressions because then that'll teach us. Okay, like Daniel Plainview from you know, like, There Will Be Blood. Yeah, I learned this from uh, a comedian named uh, Topher Riddle recently, um, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do um, uh, Christopher Walken saying Billy's name. Cool. Ready, Billy Wayne Davis. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I you got started doing a lot of impressions, and you Not did a lot. a lot of impressions on Freaks and Geeks. I, I remember, mean, like, I did, I did uh, uh, Kurt Shatner right, and Rod Serling. Sure. But I guess at that age, were you working on learning them? Do you still kind of, like, sometimes try to... No. No. Um, I do them very sparingly, and it's always very unusual characters, like Daniel Plainfield. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now I'm gonna. It's a whole physical thing here. While Doug's gone, and plus Doug. this will give me some energy. It's, it's blood flowing to my head. All right. Uh, Sid, you're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna stand in for Paul Dano here. Sorry, I'm so excited for you. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. All right. Now, if you have a straw, my straw goes all the way over here 
then I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. That's it. That's the impression. I, I gotta say, the physicality really did make it. Really does the add posture, to it, right? Was, you, you had the old man Plainville crowd. Yeah. Uh, my, my one that I'm proud of is uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. Because I feel like I hit on it, and I okay. feel like I hadn't heard anyone else get to him yet. So this, it's going to sound like I'm saying this because of your, your prize bag, but this is the line that I used to get into him from Inception. Everyone has their particular totem. My totem is a loaded die. Only I know the exact weight and size of that loaded die. <laughs> That's good. Wow. That's pretty good. It's good because like, imme- I was immediately annoyed by you. That's, that's the thing. I was I like, what? That's like genius. I want to recommend you add some physicality to it next time. It really sucks. I know. I do, I do a little bit of the sort of the sway yeah, a little and pause, the squint, yeah. but I haven't gotten him standing yet. Okay. I only have a sitting JGL. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, my wife does does her mother like, and sometimes she does it so well it makes me mad. I'm like, all right, you guys stop. I don't feel good right now. She's like, thank you so much. Thanks for filling in, you guys. Happy to do it, Doug. (laughs) They nailed it. Yeah, you didn't do an impression. I'm not an actor. Well, I don't think you have to be an actor. I can do like like. Damn it, Bobby. Can do most of what Mike Judge can do because from a similar, from a similar area. Uh, can you do that guy that nobody understands what he's saying? Oh yeah, like Boomhauer. Yeah, yeah Boomhauer. Oh man, dang, oh man, dang. <laughs> In a world where love is against the law, that's the, my favorite line from that show. Propane. That's my uh, word. Propane. Word that I propane propane. accessories. <laughs> All right, well, great job filling in before this very exciting. I know everybody's still listening because uh, everybody's so excited for uh, the Leonard Maltin game. So let me pull it out of the bag. I've got uh, some categories prepared. Now, Sam, where do you, you have a preference between the category where I don't reveal what the category is until you pick it, or would you rather just know straight up? I mean, you, you get the laughs either way. Oh, I love knowing. Yeah. Yeah, it helps me, you know, I guess zone in when when you say it. Yeah, okay. I mean, you don't get to go first anyway. I, I'm, I'm aware. Still, still just checking in with you because I know. No, I know. I know you've played the most. No, it's fine. The most of any person. I hope that's not true. I can't believe it wouldn't be. Because now I only drag it out when you're here. All right. <clears throat> Your category options, Griffin. And mm. then, oh, so we would go on the, you know, it'll go Griffin, then Sam, then... Uh, uh, but everybody should pay attention. Um, your options, Griffin, are four-letter word. That's a movie. Uh, the title is just four letters. Um, there's no such thing as a country. Uh, that's movies with the name of a country in the title. And the Emma Dilemma. That's movies based on Jane Austen books. <laughs> the category, all of these dudes are probably going to die that. Which one do you like, Griffin? Well, my friend Becca was the one clapping for Emma Dilemma. Okay, you can do what you want. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do four-letter word, please. All right. Uh, and this is a movie with four letters in the title. <clears throat> 
two stars from Leonard in the year 2313. 2313? 30, sorry, you guys. The year is 30,500. Oh, no. 5,213. Bit of a blind spot for me. 2013, two stars. I think, yeah, I, I think Leonard was in a bad mood that year. <laughs> Uh, he says this movie is frequently irritating. Wow. Yeah. And he says the visuals recall an episode of TV's Batman show from the 80s. But the 60s, sorry. He's saying that in a derogatory no way. way? The Batman from the 80s? Is that a typo? Anyway. That's what, that's what Leonard wrote. Or one of his mini-owns. Is that where, when Leonard saw it? Was the eighties? <laughs> Fifteen names. Fifteen names are listed. Four letter word. By Mr. Malta. Fifteen names. Yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna half it. I'm gonna say seven. Opening bid, seven names. It's sloppy math, but odd number. Sam gets to say name that movie or bid lower on this 2013 frequently irritating. Something to do with looking like TV's Batman. I mean, there's only been one TV's Batman, so yeah. it must be. Um, White says it. I think it does say 60s. I'm, I gotta wear my reading glasses. All right. <laughs> I gotta get and then wear some reading glasses. <laughs> um. Well, Griffin, I know you, you came here to play, so. Go ahead, Griffin. You can name that movie in seven names. Okay. See what happens, Billy? You're just sitting there and can't do nothing about this. I got no sense of what it is right now, so I'm really I'm banking on some names. Okay. <clears throat> Your seven names are... Wait a second, let me double check something here. I'll make sure I'm reading from the right direction. Wait, am I playing this? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, uh, unfortunately, didn't. They, they, they both moved so fast. Okay. Uh, that you that you're shut out, but in the next round you get to start things off. So. I do feel like the little guy when my two big friends are fighting. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit! I don't know how I'm gonna stop this. But but also I speak for Sam here as a fellow little guy. That's how we feel in every other area of no, our I lives, get it. especially I get it. when like, it comes I'm to fighting. I'm gonna walk you guys to your yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But right now I'm like, oh, it's scary. <laughs> well, check this out. Okay. Uh, Griffin, your seven names are Bradley Whitford, Mickey Summer, Freddie Rodriguez, Joel David Moore, Donald Logue, Stana Kaddick. Did I say that right, Sam? I don't know. <laughs> She's on that show with that guy. Okay. And Ryan Hurst. Huh. Yeah, is it Stan Akanik? She was on the show with Nathan Fillion. Thank you. It's Bradley, Bradley Whitford right at the bottom of that list. Yeah, interesting, huh? Interesting. Kind of like a relief pitcher. Bring Bradley in at the bottom of the ninth. A four-letter word movie that is frequently irritating and recalls what I would think of as the perfect aesthetic values of the 1960s Batman TV show. This is a rough one. This is a rough I'm one. I'm not gonna lie. 
I appreciate you, you know, coming out swinging. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally now, my thought process is, think of a four-letter word. That's part of the problem. The category is called four-letter word. Right. Because there are four letters in the title yeah. of this movie. Right. I'm going to say... <laughs> no audience guesses, please. Very suspenseful. Someone just felt like they figured it out. Maybe. There was a sound of fear. I don't think they did, but maybe they did. This one, I would not have gotten this one. I didn't make that noise. <laughs> um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess trying to decipher your your last little hint. I mean it's been the same hint, but probably saying it again could could have helped you. Right. Four letter words. No, that's the name of the category. Right. The category is movies that have a title that has four letters in it. Yeah. So a movie that has 18 letters also has four letters in it. I'm making this too complicated. Uh, but. Oh, so it could be any title. What? I mean, it's gotta, you got to say the right title. But it could have any number of letters in the words. No, this movie this title... This thing has broken my brain. Okay. I know. I, yeah. That's what's annoying about it, is once you hear it, you're going to go, oh, yeah, okay, now right. I get what he was driving at, right. but I also can't just sit here and give it away because okay. so I'm apoplectic on the other I'm end. I'm going to take a guess, <laughs> and I might be wildly wrong. Is it <laughs> ACOD? Oh, see, you did figure it out. It was the right line of thinking. You cracked the code. Okay. Yeah, but the movie's called Sam... I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> CBGB. Oh, wow. Right? No. That is a tough one. Wow. Yeah, nice wow. try, though, that you came up with ACOD. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. What does that stand for? That, that was uh, adult, adult Children, children of Divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Scott movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, amazing pull. Like, you, you've lost better than most people do. I will say that CBGB's movie, which I've watched maybe five minutes of, is weirdly uh, styled like a comic book. And, and frequently irritating, obviously, because yep. it got you out in five minutes. Yep. But uh, starred the great Alan Rickman, so I always meant to oh. watch it. But I uh, never did. Is he good in it? Did you see it? No, nobody saw it. It's on our list. It's on our Netflix queue. Is it really? It will be now. Oh, me. <laughs> okay, um, so that means uh, that Sam is on the board with one point. This is a game where all you got to do is get two points and you're the winner. Oh, so uh, so now it's time for Billy to, uh, to step up. Of course, uh, Billy... Uh, you get we switch the order around each time so uh, Billy's not only going first he's going right into Sam Levine who uh, gets to go second and then Griffin <coughs> Billy pick a category um, between your options are um, great Scots that's the films of Tony or Ridley or some guy named Ken Scott. <laughs> not Michael Scott? Uh, no, yeah, the Agent Scorn yep. movie is not uh, <laughs> Scorn. Uh, uh, another category is the, the Penis Game, and that's movies with Dick in the title. Or uh, Drunk, <laughs> Drunk Their Story, 
drunk in their story, like drunk history, that's movies featuring alcohol consumption, which I guess happens in many movies, but it's featured mm. in this movie. What do you think, Billy? Great Scots, penis game, drunk their story. Great Scots. Okay. This motion picture came out in, coincidentally, 2013. Whoa. Two and a half stars from Leonard. I told you, that year he was unhappy. <laughs> Two and a half stars? Two and a half. Okay. Uh, he calls this movie manipulative. <laughs> from the word go. I don't know why I didn't include that part, because that's, that's a great sentence. Manipulative from the word go. It's hard to manipulate from the start. <laughs> I mean, immediately manipulating is really... That's, that's manipulation. <laughs> and he also calls it a modern-day fable. And he lists ten names. How many names do you think you can get this in? Billy Wayne! Two. What? <laughs> Name them. <laughs> Hang on a second. Awesome. Yeah, everybody's upset. We got to talk you through this. It's, <laughs> Sam just jumped in on you like a fucking wild a animal on a... On a I like your passion, you guys. You made the team. Yeah, let's let's we gotta rewind here a second. Less than more than two. (laughs) I like that. I like that. That's a good starting point, but let's get a more specific number. So if I name two, I'm just gonna name two of the most smallest parts. Any motherfucker, right? (laughs) What? You can just name any but not any, but in the movie, right? That's what I'm saying is you want those top three or four names. Like, as you saw our friend Griffin here, he just heard the supporting cast and bit players and didn't really get to the juice. Do you think Alan Rickman would have given it away for you? Or? It would have. I yeah. would have figured it out with that. And yeah. Joel David Moore, I know, played Joey Ramone in that movie. Oh, really? Because he was also auditioning against us for that sitcom six. Wait, what? Who was? Joel David Moore. Oh, yeah, he was there, wasn't he? Yes. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's the robot man in Grandma's Boy. Oh, he's the funniest. So funny in that. So funny. He's really good in Dodgeball, too. You you didn't get Dodgeball, Sam? Uh, No, I I, I love Dodgeball. It's good, right? Yeah, it's very funny. It's a true underdog story. Say what? It's a true underdog story. Oh, yeah, yeah, full title. Full title. All right, so uh, in the in the interest of making this game last a little longer, s- can I do seven? Is that I, I wouldn't recommend it. Even more than seven. Because <laughs> as I suggested backstage, <laughs> ten names is a great way to start. Ten names because you're moving the ball, uh, you know, away from you, and you don't have to. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Sam, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Sam doesn't like this part. He's he's like. Should we, Sam, do you want to just go back to his initial no, uh, wager? No, not. And then we'll just do impressions for the rest of the show? No, of course not, Doug. Or do you want to play to three points? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> why are we changing all the rules? Because um, Billy is really ruining everything. Oh, Billy ruins everything. I love that show on True TV. <laughs> no, no, they passed on it. But oh. he's ruining it by making it better. Yeah. Mm. Because we have the time, and you okay. guys both are very cocky about this. I'm not cocky at all. In fact, you already have a point. Take all ten. Go ahead, Nate. I'll do all ten. Oh, Go shit. Ahead. Well, wait. What just happened? <laughs> okay. He hit me. Wow. But then, Sam, he's not going to get the answer, and then you are going to win. With all ten names? Yeah, that's the idea is... <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll play to three. We'll play to okay, three. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Can I try? 
Yeah, of course. What of course you could try. Like, oh, I got it. I'm but I just was, I was just seeing it go the other way, him bidding 10, and then the responsible thing to do, the thing you do if you're trying to win, right. is not give him all 10 and bid whatever you're going to bid. Sure, but in this particular scenario, based on the clues you give, I don't have the faintest idea what this movie is, so me bidding any number of names... Oh, is so going to put me out of contention. You don't think you can get it nine names? Probably not. I, I have, I'm, I, you know, you'll say the name and I go, oh yeah, that. But based on everything you said so far, I don't have anything. I so. barely gave you anything. Exactly. It's a big movie. You'll know it oh. based on six or seven of the names. Do it. It's all right. Let me. <laughs> Definitely putting this game out to pasture for good. No. Well, because it's just this shit happens every time. Well. This is going to get so exciting. <laughs> Thrilling shit. Yeah, just real quick, I'm gonna test my blood pressure real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh no! Now I'm too tense to do it. Now that I broke it. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, nurse. <laughs> All right. So, um, do you have a stethoscope? I could do it the old-fashioned way. What does that mean? Well, that's how they take Through a stethoscope, the they can tell you what your... Uh... Your BP is, of course. That's how they've done it for years, for decades. Why do they do this? Let's see, you can do it at home without a stethoscope. Oh, but why do they do it in the hospital 50 times a day? Why do this instead oh, of a stethoscope? Oh, because it's easier. I just meant it's you're in a doctor's easier. office. Yeah. It's because then the nurse doesn't have to stand there. And... 1,001. Oh, well, yeah, it takes forever. Check this shit out. Right. It's so fast, except sure. if you break it right before you try to use it. That's right. beeping. Oh, but it's not beeping. Hurry, plug it in. Can we See, guess is, what number you're going to get? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say 148 over 90. Oh, boy. Whoa. Okay. Well, we're getting to them. Do I want to go higher or lower than that? It's <laughs> my challenge here. Do you have the number, Doug? Huh? Do you have the number? Are we still calculating? Oh, yeah, it's still doing the thing. Yeah. It's real tight around my arm right now. Deciding my fate. But that's the interesting thing about blood pressure is like you take it a couple minutes later and you're gonna get uh, probably a different number. Mm. And sometimes it varies wildly, you know. Tough game, tough yeah. game. Yeah, one time my weed doctor, I had high blood pressure because I had coffee right before I went on in and he made me talk to him for 20 minutes and then took my blood pressure again and then gave me a prescription for weed. And that made me <laughs> make it feel like it was really legit. <laughs> Yeah, see, it's super up there according to this, but I'll, I'll take it again in a few minutes so people don't panic, but it's 178 over 130. There, I, I, you have to lay down if that number's accurate. <laughs> no, that's the idea. Sam, I have extremely high blood pressure. I was just in the hospital for a few days, oh, and no. they took my blood pressure every hour. And it was so, that high? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but it comes down. That's okay. the thing. It's, okay. it's, there's, no, there's no reason to panic. All right. It'll come down in a few minutes, but if it doesn't, I know, I know exactly where the hospital is. Okay, good. Yeah, so we're going to be good. I think it's but, a very exciting game. This right? Is, yeah. I should just do this every time. So like, I've never felt What's higher. Doug's blood pressure? I'm worried about your, your dog. You did up yeah. the stakes where you're like, I could have to go to the hospital. Yeah. If you keep fucking this up. I mean, Unless I know where it is. Unless you get this movie in 10 minutes. I got names. it. I got it. 10 But, names. yeah, so I'm... I'm uh, Sorry, I said two and almost killed you. <laughs> it really, yeah, it really... <laughs> <laughs> They're really upset. <laughs> I mean, but what a great... That's, you know, that's going to be right on the top of your Twitter bio. What was the cause yes. of death? I killed uh, Doug Benson with my... Billy Wayne Davis thought he could get it in two. My bad strategy. Bad game strategy. All right, so which one did we decide we're going to do? He's going to do ten. Okay. Give him all the news. Because Sam doesn't know. I feel like if he did, he wouldn't act like he did. Like, I feel like he'd be like, one. 
I, I, he would know it if he heard some of these names, but, and we'll find that out in a minute. Um, <laughs> where, where'd it go? What was the category called? Great Scots. Oh, there it is. Um, here's your 10 names. Adam Charles Barat, Britt Robinson, Jack Rayner, uh, David Patton, Bobby Moynihan, mm -hmm. Simon Delaney, Andrej Blumenfeld, Colby Smulders, Chris Pratt, and Vince Vaughn in the leading role. The film is called Billy? Man, I don't fucking know. After, there's like a while... Can I've, you think of a Vince Vaughn movie? Yeah, we'll Go from that angle? <laughs> like, after he stopped trying to... I, when he stopped being funny, I stopped caring. That's if I'm right being, when this movie came I know, out. That's, yeah. what I, that's why I'm like, I know when it is. I don't know what it's called, because I was like, I remember seeing it and being like, I don't care. He's been in and out of funny. He started off funny in Swingers, and then he made tons of dramas before he went back to comedy with uh, Old School. Yeah, I mean, he was the, the bad guy in Rudy. Um, <laughs> one of the bad guys. He and Johnny Favs. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a really good try, though. Sam, what's it called? It's called The Delivery Man. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I would have needed Vince Vaughn's name to get that. Right, I know. It is a tough I one. saw that movie, it's too. See, I'm already down to 160 <laughs> over 121. Oh, good. I've already changed that much. Your, your systolic... Just the soothing voice of Billy Wayne Davis not knowing the answer really uh, comforted me. But I'll, I'll do it again one more time later, because that's, still, that's still on the high side. <laughs> Don't shake it. Yeah, Don't point at people and judge them for not knowing, <laughs> for knowing delivery, man. Um, you know, that's that movie where the guy went to the sperm bank a bunch of times because they paid him, and then uh, all the kids uh, decided to get together and be mad at him. Yeah. Every single sperm took is the premise of that movie, right? Yeah. He has like got potent, potent seed. Yes. I mean, that's possible though, right? Wasn't it based on a, like a true thing? Well, there are a couple things like that, but they're usually very upsetting. <laughs> no, like, what it is is usually because I just did a podcast about this. Uh, it happens more than you think because doctors, the, the yes. fertility doctors, do it because there's a better percentage because it's fresh sperm because frozen sperm is lower. Exactly. And then they so make more money if they make it either. go. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, wiggle. They, keep, the they keep microwaving all that frozen sperm. <laughs> just just doesn't wiggle in your mouth. Like. Yeah. It loses a certain consistency. Well, this is a fun podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Mouthfeel. But it happens like way more than every everyone thought because these doctors thought never thought like DNA would happen right and then I just imagine one day they're walking through CVS and saw one of like a DNA kit they're like oh shit <laughs> this is not good for me and my army <laughs> all right Griffin is up yeah. first on this next round and it goes to Sam again so it's uh, yeah. you're already in the in the fire this is and um, I, wow. Sam has two points but we're playing to three yeah Okay. Just because that's the kind of time we have. Gotta go back or go home. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go home either way, but I gotta go back. Um, this is a sequel to a category that I did that's er earlier in this. It might come back later, but 
the category is called uh, you don't have to know the answer but it would be cool if you did <laughs> and that's the films of Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and then uh, oh shit running out of ammo okay um, uh, oh. it's always someone from Philadelphia it's movies featuring someone from the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, Principal cast? I thought he was going to be the film Philadelphia. Yeah, I was like, man, that's dark as hell. And then Colors, 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 and that is movies with a color in the title. Wow. Yes, yeah, so you got Colors, McConaughey, or uh, whatever that other one was. Okay. Uh, the uh, f people from Always Sunny. Colors, McConaughey, Always Sunny. Um, and we're, we're talking the main gang in terms of Always Sunny? We're not, we're not talking about like rickety crickets? No, uh, no follow-up questions at this time. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> I am going to go with Be A Lot Cooler If You Did. Yeah! Films of McConaughey. All right. <laughs> That's an impression. That is, I can do that one oh. because it's the same as Mike Judge. We're from the same fucking area. Can you fall backwards into a pool in a nice suit? I would love to do that. That's another thing McConaughey does. You can do that. I just and I like so to do commercial like, a lot while I was in the hospital. I like to breathe with my mouth open. He looks around a little bit like I'm about to do the craziest thing, <laughs> and then he just falls backwards into the pool in, in his clothes. They don't even see him get out. Cause that's the, that's the embarrassing part when you walk out like a wet dog, you can't shake it off like a dog can. You just stand there all wet. I He's like, "Do you have a towel?" I want to have a party. I mean, it'd be cool if you just show up in a wet suit. <laughs> <laughs> People like, that just happening? looks like you're really nervous. He's not even invited. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Uh, the Matthew McConaughey category. Yeah. Griffin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We went to a fun place. Though. I had a great time. Yeah. I felt like I was at that party. You made it come alive for me. Thank you. We're going deeper in the years. This is the year 2006. Okay. Two and a half stars from Leonard for a movie that is pleasant enough. That's your clue. That's the one clue. Mm -hmm. From 2006. How many? Pretty movies? much what I say about most McConaughey movies. Uh huh. Pleasant enough. Mm hmm. Oh, he also says it's a comedy. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, how many names do you think you can get in Griffin Newman? Go big or go home? I'm going negative two names. Negative Whoa. two names. Whoa! I think I know what it is, and it's if I'm wrong... It's finally happening. I go out with glory. Bringing some excitement out of this. Whatever you want. Sam, you went negative two. On the edge of their seats. Do you think you can go deeper, or do you want to go ahead and let him... Six, negative let two. him get a point, and then we'll... I have to continue playing. Or I could do what so, so, so many other contestants on this game have done to me after I make a perfect bid. But that's a shitty thing to do, isn't it? What is it? Oh, I could say negative four, knowing I can't get it, and then Billy gets the point, and Griffin on his perfect bid can just go, yeah! <laughs> you can do that. I could. But let me think about this. Let me see if I can go negative three, in fact. Ugh. 
Would you like someone to carve a sculpture of you in that position? <laughs> I really, truly would. He looks like the thinker right now. Yeah. He's in a very pensive... What are you thinking? Sucks, because I also think I know what movie it is and would go negative two on it. Oh, I want you guys to fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I got four other people in this movie, um, and I couldn't think of what the order would be for the next four. Yeah, so I... If it is, in fact... If it is that same movie. Uh, I am going to say negative three. Oh, shit! Wow. And it's oh. not... I'm not throwing it away. I really think I have... Oh, you got out. a handle on this? Yeah. So, Billy, all you got to do to say to Sam is name that movie, and Sam is going to have to name the film, and then the top three build people in the same order that they're listed by Leonard and then transcribed in this book by a complete stranger. <laughs> A guy, but I, mean, I, I kind of know him, he comes to shows, but a guy just gave this to me and I, I come up with the category names, but he gives me everything else. I think I can name it in negative. I'm just kidding, I'm just, just a minute, you guys are like, I won't kill it. <laughs> Sam, name it. Is the movie Failure to Launch, starring Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Terry Bradshaw. Wow, that was impressive. First of all, a round of applause for that guess. But unfortunately, it goes Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Zoe Deschanel. Oh. Zoe That new girl got in your way there, Sam. Yeah, she But you made a, a nice stab at it, and I appreciate you uh, making it exciting. I tried. And yeah, and that means Billy Wayne is on the board with one point. Newman, what's going on? I don't know. All right, know. well, it's okay. going to be between you and Billy now, because yeah. you get to go first again, and then it goes to Billy. And I got to scare So I could win if you guys keep fucking up. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. that, is your, that is a good strategy. Thank you. Uh, that's why I, I did. I was telling you earlier that, you know, don't ever think you're out of this thing just because you don't know anything. It's been most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Griffin, mm -hmm. category is called X-Ray, and that's movies with X in the title or a song by Ray Charles <laughs> on the soundtrack. <laughs> Not sure if there's any that are both. <laughs> or would you like Lando or C, and that's movies that take place <laughs> at C or have Billy D. Williams in them. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one is, oh, find another one. Uh, oh, shit. We're back to uh, It's Always Sunny. Uh, it's Always Someone from Philadelphia. So that category that we discussed earlier, and you, you passed on it then. I'm going to take it now. It, feels, take it, it now? feels like fate. Okay. That I we like, meet again. I like your uh, attitude. And oh, shit, the thing went off. I don't know what my uh, blood pressure was. <laughs> you really got to look at the results. Um, okay. <laughs> So Leonard says about this movie, it's from uh, 2011. He gives it two and a half stars. Um, he says it has some solid laughs. And a kind of raunchiness we've come to expect. <laughs> right, yeah, there's more to that thought, but I'll leave it at that. We've come to expect it. Yeah. And he lists 16 names. Wow. Big cast. Yeah. 2011. Two and a half stars. 
We expected the raunchiness. It didn't catch us by surprise. We knew it was going to be there. 15 names. I'm going to say. Oh, shit. It's 6 o'clock. We're out of time. Thank Are we you. really? Thank you, everybody, for coming. No, we don't have to wrap it up that quick. But we are strangely out of time for a show where I felt like I was stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted this game to continue so that we could make it to six. And now we're here. I, f I feel like I'm, I'm going to do the same move. I mean, once again, like, got to gotta go all out. I'm going to go negative two names. This is negative two. Billion. I'm going to do negative two names. I think, I think you're in good shape. Okay. Yeah. Me? Billy? Yeah, Billy. Uh, name it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Because we got six. So he's got to name the movie and the top two build individuals. Good luck. I believe, I hope, I pray that the movie is entitled Going the Distance and it stars Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. That is incorrect. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> Who from Always Sunny is in that? Charlie Day. Oh, okay. It's the, it's the best friend. Same case here. It's uh, the top two bill to be Jason Bateman and, yeah, horrible and Charlie horrible Day. Bosses. Horrible bosses. It's as Sam already figured out. Yes, that means that wow. Billy has two points, wow. Sam has two points, and we've got to do a tiebreaker. Wow. <laughs> oh, no, actually, let's just, you guys okay for a few more minutes? Yeah. Is Flappers okay? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. We're going long. We're going live. Stop the hammering. Uh, colors, colors, colors. Oh, who do I? Uh, Sam was out of that skirmish, so he gets to start us off, and then he goes right at Billy. Colors, colors, colors. So this could end right here, Griffin. I'm sorry to say. I, I mean, I'm gonna see whatever mind games I can play to extend it. Uh, it's movies with a color in the title. Uh, getting some tail. That's movies based on fairy tales. Okay. And cable billing. And that's movies featuring Josh Brolin. Huh. Let's go colors. We all love this cable. And Deadpool 2. Movies with a color and a title. Leonard uh, gives this movie three and a half stars. It is from 2013. Every movie is ever popular. <laughs> we had a 2006 and a 2011. So out of three or four movies, it, it has been every movie. I got to check my blood pressure again. Um, he calls this movie fascinating. Okay, Leonard. And he says that it has flashbacks. <laughs> he says they're telling flashbacks. As opposed to those flashbacks that are not there for any reason. <laughs> and uh, he lists 11 names. How many can you get in, Sam? Um, ten names. Okay, interesting bid. By an interesting bidder. <laughs> Billy? Name it. <laughs> Keep it in sporting. I appreciate wow. it, Billy. That's the only move I have. You're going to get this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We're going to have to... You and Griffin in a room to settle okay. this. Yeah. I feel so. I've, I've never felt more shame 
you know my entire well, life. you know how Sam often feels in this game. I do. No, I do. Yeah. The timing is you get yeah. shut out. I know. Like I know. It's. Uh, I just know more about it's, movies. It's rough. It, that is also true. That is also true. It's irrefutable now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the game doesn't. It's like well, I just tried to do my blood pressure test again, and it says error. Oh no! <laughs> yes, you have no blood pressure. That's how bad it is. Oh no! He said it's like fuck it. Oh, it's just like error. Oh yes, that might mean it might mean that it might not mean error. You got bear blood. Earned, earned run <laughs> average. Sam. Mm-hmm. Ten names. Yep. Raise your hand when you know it. Okay. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be uh, by name number six. Mm. Be honest. All right. Aiden, Aaron, the guy who played uh, Han Solo. Alden Ehrenreich. How do you say? Alden Ehrenreich. Aaron Rick. Max Casella. Mm-hmm. Tammy Blanchard. Michael Stuhlbarg. Peter Sarsgaard. Louis C.K. Uh-huh. That's where I thought you'd get it by that point. Uh-huh. You know, that frequent movie actor, Louis yeah. C.K. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh-huh. One of our finest. Bobby Cannavale. Uh huh. Sally Hawkins. Uh huh. And Alec Baldwin. And the movie is Blue Jasmine. Yeah, when did you think of it? Well, I right thought. Alec Baldwin? Oh, sorry, no, Dice Clay, but I. Yeah, that's what I meant. You I got was, it seven. I do. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Six. I, I'm very tired. Uh, yeah, I got to test my blood pressure. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so that means that Sam is our winner today. Three point victory. Like yeah, who are we delivering the prizes to, Sam? Oh, uh, Steve Z. Sam, also Steve. a fellow Sam. Steve, do you mind running up on stage and grabbing your uh, prize bag? Okay. And, uh, or Sam, help him out, but be very careful with it because uh, the bottom has uh, got a hole and it's uh, heavy stuff, so it's just going to all fall out everywhere. And uh, congratulations, dude. That's what happens when you Photoshop Sam onto a movie poster for a film he wasn't in. Damn right. Yeah. You win stuff. Uh, what do you got to plug, Sam? Oh, uh, well, of course, DC Daily. You can see it five days a week. It's in front of the paywall on DC Universe. Uh, and uh, Wizard World Comic Con. I'll be in uh, Columbus, Ohio this upcoming weekend. And then Madison, Wisconsin the following weekend. And then Austin, Texas the second weekend of November. Come see me. Say hello. Whoa. Going some cool places. Billy Wayne Davis, what's coming up for you, dude? I will be in Eugene, Oregon, in Salem, Oregon, I guess this coming up weekend, and uh, the Adult Swim Festival in L.A. in November. Oh, that's fun. That is going to be fun. What do you do on Adult Swim? I'm hosting the Squid Billies uh, show. Which hey. is, uh Yeah, Billy Joe Shaver's going to play, and then Dana Snyder's going to do some puppet stuff. <laughs> okay, that doesn't. I, that sounds bad. I th- no, it's really, he's the hey, voice let's of let's do some puppet stuff. It's really, it's like dirty puppets. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was kind of right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, puppets just start off dirty because they've got a hand up their ass. Yeah, and he <laughs> just, does funny Just from voices. jump, they're already, it's, it's already sexual to me. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that, so. Don't, don't worry about it. You're good. You, you guys will be there. 
Griffin Newman. Uh, I will be retreating to Nicaragua to uh, question my life decisions leading up to this failure today. Processing my shame of uh, getting zero points on the well, board. Well, you would have had one, but I, I shot for the moon. Th- that is true. That is true. Um, no, I do a podcast called Blank Check with Griffin and David, uh, which, of course, Alec, who I've always supported and always trusted, is a Patreon subscriber to. Uh, we pick a director who has had massive success, Blank Check, status at some point in their career and we go through all their movies one at a time so we're finishing up Miyazaki and going into Jonathan Demi uh, imminently um, and the tick is very cancelled but it's very visible on Amazon until Jeff Bezos decides it's not um, so please watch it and I'm you shouldn't on. have said his name I shouldn't have said his name <laughs> is that what happens if you say his name he he's always you. listening either way though and he picks up when you infer it Ooh. he's got ears everywhere smart. Smart. Um, I'm on a, a show called uh, Our Cartoon President on Showtime which is an animated series about the Trump family a family that we don't hear enough about and I play uh, Jared Kushner because I am typecast as a scared a spineless uh, Jewish man in my career. What's up, bro? Yep. Yep. Yo. That's the wheelhouse, Good baby. looking out, man. Yep. Are you up for that one, Sam? Oh, I'm up for everything. Griffin and I are always up for the same parts because there's only, uh, evidently, yeah. there's only three sh- shorter, nerdish-looking Jewish guys in Hollywood. That's what was so frustrating about seeing believe. Joel David Moore in that room. I, I was agree. like, you open this up to tallies? Yeah. I assume if I'm in this room, yeah. it's it's a clear 5-7 ceiling yeah. on this world. You've already bought the wardrobe, yeah. and you couldn't go with a stretch. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Sam and I will be competing for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Who's that third one that you mentioned? The third guy like you guys. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, maybe? Yeah. All right. That guy gets everything. That's not true. It's not true it used to be. You didn't have somebody in mind when you said that? Uh, No, I was just, I didn't want to make it just the two of us. There's got to be a third guy. Yeah. Danny Strong. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I was up for creating Empire, yep. and then it came down to me and him. And then yeah, he yeah. moonlights as writing and directing the thing, so mm-hmm. I don't know if he's auditioning much, but, uh, you know, no, not he's anymore. good. I like him. He's great. You think he can... Do you have his number? Yeah. Can you get him on, on here? Sure. He directed Game Change on HBO. He did, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I don't think he directed He wrote it. Wrote it. Yeah, he wrote he, Game Change and Recap. He won awards for writing it. He did. Yeah. He, did. he lives in Oh, it was directed by uh, Susanna Hoff's husband. Yes. That's what I call him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Mr. Hoff's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes it. <laughs> it's very progressive that way. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. What else did I want to say? Douglas Movies returns to the San Jose Improv on November 16th at 420. And all you got to do is go to you know where for uh, deets and dates and stuff. And uh, thanks, you guys. One more time for all my guests, Sam Levine, the continuing champion of the Leonard Maltin game, Billy Wayne Davis. uh, Got second. Came in second place against all odds. And Griffin Newman, I you know, want to bring you back for a rematch. Anytime. Maybe on, maybe not on this podcast, but maybe maybe we'll have you both on Getting Doug with High and play Leonard Mullen game. Um, yeah, come to my kingdom. <laughs> oh, that's that would be funny. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks, Flappers. As always, positive energy. Yeah. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes
of gold his viewing prowess makes him cock.